episode 8 of The Sledge, the sport and comedy podcast based here in Wellington. And we're back to talk about another fantastic week of sporting action that has just occurred. Some sad news, though, with the passing of cricket commentator and pretty much the voice of cricket, Richie Benno. We've also got talk about the Blues and their first victory of the season and lots of other stuff to talk about. But I'm going to get on to introducing our guests because we've got four today, so we're going to crank on through this as quickly as possible. From right to left as I see them, uh, introducing our first guest. I've only just met this lady, but... I saw her set and I was very impressed with her yeah, first comedy time set. effort. You mean the yeah, comedy yeah, set? Comedy set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, comedy set. Thank you for yeah. that. Uh, I was very impressed with her set and I thought, you know what? <laughs> Why are you. Go on, go on. I was very impressed with the comedy set that she did and therefore I said, you know what? This person would be fantastic on the show. Uh, please welcome Lee Ray. Yeah! Thank you. Yeah. Good to be here. So, what. Sport. Sport. Are you, are you interested in sport? Not at all. <laughs> so, you so, guess for this podcast. I'm going to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that I'm probably going to lose points for that, but I'm going to see how far I can get bluffing my way through. That's fine. That's yeah. basically how everything works. Uh, bluff is always good. It's like a game of poker. Uh, our second guest today, uh, I know this person quite intimately. Um, because I'm engaged to her. <laughs> <laughs> so just clarifying, he's on my comedy set. Not yeah, my yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I asked her if she wanted to do the show, she said no. Then I just started asking her some questions, and she's like, oh, this could be actually quite entertaining. Uh, we met online dating, so just going to prove that you sometimes... You see me, mate. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just going to prove that sometimes online dating can't be all that successful. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show the wonderful, the lovely Amberly Sutherland. Yeah. Yeah. Beginning to wonder if I can leave yet. I've got a good right hook if you want. Yeah. <laughs> You're sitting right next to me. Honest, honestly, I, th- I think she'd probably take you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, our another guest today. He, he's a former winner of the show. In fact, the very first show he won quite comfortably, I must say. Uh, oh, thanks, oh, no, pressure. no pressure, <laughs> no pressure man. Fantastic <laughs> to have him back on the show, Mr. Adam Wright. Yeah. Cheers. Hello, Adam. Good to be here. Yeah. And uh, have you been celebrating your last victory? Not for eight weeks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way you spoke about it last time, I thought it was uh, well, last genuinely... Well, was two minutes after the fucking show, so yeah, I was quite happy about it then. But that excitement sort of levelled off over the last yeah. eight weeks. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, our final guest today is somebody who I've only just actually met, but we've had a lot of conversations on the old Facebook and email. Really looking forward to hearing about your sporting knowledge. <laughs> Lee L.A. Moana. Good to be Woo! here, bro. Lee, sorry. Lee. Oh, oh you're, no, you're right. Now, While you're in the clapping mood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me, uh, what's your favourite sport, mate? Uh, no, it has to be rugby, man, for sure. Rugby, yeah. Union? Union, yeah. Because right. yeah. I did see that you've been to a few Hurricanes games and you've only ever seen them win once. Uh, actually, the first time I've seen them win was this year. <laughs> <laughs> Since 2004, never won a game, eh? Wow. So cool. I just decided not to go to any more, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Yeah, I was at that game as well, and then the, the team made a bit of a comeback. Oh, like, mate, yeah. I started leaving again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll get on to the first question today. And our first question is about the Blues and Super Rugby, and they recorded their first win of the season with a 16-14 victory over the Brumbies in Auckland. Remarkably, the Blues have a mathematical chance of making the playoffs at the end of the season. So what other examples can you give to the Blues of teams who have turned their season around? Uh, Let's go with Lee first. Well, I was just kind of veering away from sport briefly. I thought I'd go for um, for John Key. You know, he started off in a a state house out in the Wops with his single mum, and and now he's the the biggest tosser in New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very good example, actually. <laughs> Give her ten points, mate. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I suppose it's a success of some sorts in his life, maybe not for the rest of the country. That's but, true, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on John Key? 
Um, obviously, I think he's a rather large tosser. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I think... I mean, I did sort of pick that up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I think that he'd be better off just uh, working for the Reserve Bank or something and letting us get on with it properly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm in agreement with that. Uh, sorry. That's a five pointer, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah. Don't give me the score of yours. <laughs> okay, uh, Amberly. Uh, teams that have turned their season around. Okay, I'm not going to give a sporting answer either. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Oh, mate, just call it off now. (laughs) 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 Let's just leave, mate. What's going on? I'm going to go with Glee. In every series, the New Directions are always the underdogs and they barely scrape through to the, the national finals and yet somehow they always win. So you think Who are the New Directions? Are they the... The New Directions are like the main group in Glee from that, McKinley High. Is that the one with the That's wheelchair? one in the wheelchair and they've okay. got like the lesbians oh, and... Yeah, they've tell, got... tell me more. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like so, never watch me. <laughs> so you think that the Blues should sit down over a few beers and maybe some popcorn and have a Glee marathon and that will motivate them to... Well, if they had a teen song that they could sing and dance to, they're going to be united. And if... They're presenting a united front, then they're more likely to win. What would their team song be? Don't suck today. <laughs> there you go. Score a try. <laughs> there we go. Oh. <laughs> it's all right. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll work on it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> might, might get some employment out of that. Uh, Adam, uh, teams that have turned things around. Well, you only need to look as far as Team New Zealand. Marvellous effort of turning it around. I mean, yes, they turned it around in the complete wrong way. Yeah. But obviously, conversely, then you've got Oracle who, mm. who, who turned it around. So, um, along with a lot of New Zealanders, I, there was something fishy going on there. Yes. In the sea. Definitely. Um, so, I would say start cheating. Start cheating the house down. Cheat as hard and as fast as possible. Do, is, what's Josh Cronfield doing? Is he still around? <laughs> he, was a, he was a renowned cheat, wasn't he? No, yeah. oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm Samoan too, man. Chris, <laughs> Chris Kins, Josh Cronfield, get them in as technical advisors and just cheat their way to glory. Oh. I would just like to point out that Chris Kins is an alleged cheat. <laughs> well, Mr X is an alleged cheat. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Good call. Uh, and uh, Lee. Uh, cool, man. I, I, I personally think old, uh, John Kerwin should go and hire that movie Moneyball, Lee. You see Money? <laughs> <laughs> Go the Oakland A's, mate. Oh, what a horrible start to the season they had. The coach had this job where he had to bring up a team with with a horrible budget, mm. and so uh, and so he hires this guy that just totally bums them out. They totally bums them out, and he hires this guy, and then all of a sudden they um they just start making their way up, and then. By the end of the season, they, they set the record for most uh, most wins. Stats, most, though, yeah. right? He did it all through stats. Did it, it was all done through stats, yeah. yeah. All the players, all the drafts, and all, all the all the trans- player transfers were done through stats and mm. stuff like that. So they put a lot of effort and a lot of thought into ma- maximising the, the minimum that they had. So maximising what little they had to bring out the best of the team. Yeah. Um, and then they ended up with 20 straight wins, which was, uh, man, incredible... It's funny though because if you watch the movie, I didn't know this, but I, I didn't know until I watched the movie. The coach, they're winning eleven nil, and the coach is driving away. He doesn't go to the game because he believes that you know, oh, just like me in the Hurricanes, he believes if he goes to watch them play, they'll lose. So he's driving away. They're winning eleven nil. He drives back and they almost lose the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's something in the air. But yeah, if you, you know, look no further than the Oakland A's, minimal amount of money. Um, but they did so much with it, and then they, they ended up being heroes. Oh, well, fair enough. That, that was a good example, and there's been a lot of debate recently about the English cricket team because Kevin Peterson's come on out and said that they're too stat-heavy, which, you know, you can kind of look at and say, well, maybe he's got a point. Are they too people. Kevin Peterson light? Yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> it. There was a debate that Kevin Peterson, you know, should be back in the team. Well, he scored 165, didn't he, on the weekend for county cricket? Well, there you go. Got all Peterson? No, Kevin Peterson. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, scores for that round. Uh, Lee, I've given you three. Uh, Ambly, I've also given you three. Adam, I've given you four. And uh, Lee, I've given you five top marks for the Oakland A's. Thank you. Uh, he might be walking home tonight. <laughs> 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 I've got couches I can crash on. Uh, 
Question number two. Uh, former tennis star and world number one Martina Hingis has announced that she is coming out of retirement to play for the Swiss Fed Cup team in a bid to qualify for the Olympics in Rio next year. But which other sports stars have come out of retirement that, in your opinion, should have stayed retired? Uh, Adam, we'll go with you first. Michael Jordan, next. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so we all had, we all had yeah. Michael Jordan. Right, so everybody's got Michael Jordan now, though. Uh, I have a backup. Yeah, I've got backup. a backup too, man. Okay, okay. Why do you think Jordan should have stayed retired? Well, first of all, he quit basketball, which mm. he was an enduring legend at, mm. to play baseball, which he sucked at. Yeah. Uh, and then he came back to basketball when he was old and decrepit. And uh, he, went, he went back to the Bulls for a bit and did fuck all. Uh, and then he was a player... Player owner of the Washington Wizards, Washington yeah. Wizards, and he was rubbish there as well. And I just think it's such a shame when anyone who comes out, who was a legend, like the top, the mm, top yeah. person, comes back and just sullies their reputation, gradually eats away at all that goodwill they built up. And uh, the other example, I'd probably say, I, I won't say the other example, just in case someone's got it here. But uh, I'll, say, yeah. I'll say at the end. But it's one of the weird things with Michael Jordan because when he came back, like he had such a massive career, uh, top basketball player of all time. Yeah. But when he came back, he was still averaging about twenty-five points a game. And we look at that and we think, ah, oh, you're a bit rubbish now. Yeah. It's just like, that you've... if I got twenty-five points a game in basketball, I'd be a superstar. But if if you go out, if you go out on top, mm. and then you come back, you can only go down. Yeah. Yeah. And no. he set the level too. That's what the like. Yeah, that's what he yeah, yeah. right about averaging twenty five points. He left and averaging twenty five points. He made it unique. You know, he made it amazing. He came back and they had these other new players that were yeah, averaging yeah, their yeah. Mode, So it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Right? No, it was a fair call. Uh, Emily, uh, sports stars that should have retired or stayed retired. Lance Armstrong. <laughs> because he never he never got found out as a, as a doping cheat until he came back. If he'd like sunk into obscurity like every other retired sports person ever and just you know done like the odd thing like cutting the ribbon at openings for like disabled children's gymnasiums and stuff like that he would have been fine but it was when he came back and everyone's like oh he's got no balls and he's still doing really well and he came from retirement I think he's got that's one ball to be, to be fair <laughs> but, but that, and that's when people were like hang, hang on a minute well, who's you know, going he's got no balls Lots of people. Like, oh. People thought it was amazing that he was still running about with no balls. I personally think that's an advantage because he he's not going to be sitting on that. He's got one testing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One testing, no none. Balls. Same thing. He can yeah. push that one to the side and pretend he's got none. Really, tuck it in there. That's, that's a really good call though, because if he didn't come back. They probably like yeah he, uh, that, exactly. that, that doping that all that doping yeah. stuff wouldn't have come out and he wouldn't have lost it probably everything. wouldn't have pushed it a bit further because it was just like hey I've gotten away with it for so long maybe yeah. I can get exactly. away with he it was, again he was trying his luck push, he, that's an example of pushing your luck too far no definitely I agree with that um, we'll go Lee so well Lance Armstrong was my backup after Michael Jordan so I'm going to have to go for my third one Ooh. which is a bit loose because I'm not even sure if he's actually retired but I have a funny story about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, my my teacher was Austrian, Joe Palasha, and he grew up in the same village as Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he was complaining that he he just hadn't used his fame and fortune to, to get people to change the way they are in the world. He'd just been, you know, just like rich and famous. Mm. Hadn't really used it. Then I saw an article in the newspaper that had an article about how, as the governor, whatever he was, over in California, that he'd actually used his influence to do some good stuff in the world. And it had a picture of him, like, after he should have retired, probably, um, you know, with no shirt on, being all muscular. I cut the article out, and I sent it to Joe. And I said, look at this, he's finally doing some good with his fame. And he rang me up, and he said... I look better than him naked. And he's like <laughs> 60. He was like, awesome. So Tell me more. <laughs> that sounds like a tactic to me. Yeah. Do you want to come and check that out for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He, just didn't, he was just looking too veiny and wrinkly. And, yeah. You know. And I, I don't think, I don't think <laughs> after being governor of California, you should try and come back into acting. Mm. I, I'm or really bodybuilding. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't have high hopes for this new Terminator movie coming out. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Fifth in the series. Was the last, movie? the last two. Yeah, I was going to say rubbish. The last two might have led you to that. Yeah, yeah. That's been uh, kind. I am back when I shouldn't be. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Uh, or go. Uh, oh, Lee. Uh, yeah. Sports stars that should have retired. Oh, well, obviously we all we all went for Michael Jordan, which was cool. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for that, mate. <laughs> Thanks for making me go first, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but mine is John Kerwin, man. 
Ooh. Yeah. So John Curran retired from rugby and went and played for the Warriors, mate. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went and played for the Warriors, and then there was so much hype around him, and he was, uh, for lack of a better word, just hopeless. <laughs> just, yeah, no, he was, he wasn't, the league was, wasn't for him. But he should have retired from rugby in general, because then he went to coach the Italian team. Mm. And then he went to coach the Japanese team. He did well with the Japanese, though, didn't he? Oh, he brought it up to a point where they could build off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which you, was, which was good go for so him. Far, yeah, you can only go, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not going to get sumo wrestling props, eh? Yeah. That, that would have been awesome, though. Um, <laughs> but then now he's the coach of the Blues. And you know what? In all honesty, for the guy, like, uh, when it comes to um, just uh, pushing through, yeah. just, you know, really never giving up, you know, got to give him credit for that. But, you know, he should have retired rugby. And then stayed retired because he was a legend. He should have stayed on the couch of sports cafe. He was good <laughs> on that. Was good, yeah. He was yeah. good as like a pundit. Yeah. You know? yeah. I don't think he's got a good eye for a player either. Um, Martin Onu, uh, Benji Marshall. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't really work out. And uh, Fiki Toa gone to the Highlanders. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. yeah no, <laughs> no, well, there we go. Uh, points that round. Uh, we got uh, Lee, I'll give you four. Adam, I gave you four. Uh, Lee, I've given you four, and Ambly, I've given you five. Oh, definitely. I don't want to walk home. Uh, How much money have you got on your snapper? <laughs> <laughs> Not enough to get the master then. Uh, question number three. The world of sport isn't all about beer and skizzles, as the old saying goes, but that's exactly what I want to know from you. Tell me about the sports that you love to watch that could be considered by the majority of the public as boring. Uh, Lee, Lee, sorry, we'll go with you first. Darts, mate. Darts! <laughs> I love the darts! Darts, eh? Mate, when darts came out as a competition, especially a real competition, man, I used to love sitting down and watching it, eh? And then my brothers and my family would be like, what are you doing watching darts? You couldn't throw one to save your life, mate. <laughs> but then, uh, mate, you look at it now, I'll go away for so many years, you look at it now, and it's almost, it's almost like a party, eh? Yeah, it's like Premier man, League darts. Premier, yeah, Premier yeah. League darts, it's almost like a party, mate. You've got girls jumping up, you know, half naked, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> and alcohol is involved too, so you can't yeah. go wrong. <laughs> it's basically like a weekly sevens event, really, isn't it? Because yeah. everybody yeah. goes in fancy dress. You yeah. get the yeah. Batman and Robin characters yeah. going along. And they used to be able to. They used to be really quiet. Yeah. During the during the throwing. When they moved it to the Ali Pali, the Alexander Palace, yeah, they, that's when it started getting that party atmosphere. Yeah, oh, well, because there was the split oh, in darts that went from the BDO and the PDC, and the BDO was very prim and proper. The woman are looking at us. Those very Give prim me one of those darts. I'll throw it at yeah, you, you. You stay silent. You just enjoy a quiet beer, and then Barry Hearn created the PDC, and everybody's up and dancing. It's a party atmosphere. Is that when they got Mister One Hundred Eight? Oh. <laughs> I would love that job. I, I would love that job. He does it job. every time he watches the arts. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's uh, my answer, brother. Uh, no, good answer, bro. Uh, like that for the year. Um, we'll go uh, Lee. So, I've got a couple. Is that allowed? Yeah, that's fine. So, one, I was thinking about this. I don't really watch sports, but I remember as a kid being riveted on a Sunday afternoon watching the dog show. That one, it was like amazing, and it was a dog rounding up sheep with a farmer whistling. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. most people in, in any other country would think that was weird. Um, and the other one was um, the goat. Have you heard of that? No. It's what? a running event around Mount Ruapehu. Oh, where yeah. they oh, it's yeah, like yeah. cross country running, yeah. and at the other end, at the finishing line. It's very entertaining because people are ruined and they are crawling up the hill in that last oh, little bit. Okay. And they're vomiting and they're shaking and it's terrible. So it's you're like, enjoying it from a sadistic point of view. Pretty much. Like watching yeah, people in like, pain. I think the only reason to run is if someone's chasing you. So if you, <laughs> if you do something like that and you end up in that state, then... Yeah, I find that quite entertaining. Oh, she said the goat. I thought it was one of those categories on Pornhub eh, on the side. Of <laughs> 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 I thought it was one of those ones, man. <laughs> We've got yeah, my, bad, my, bad. my bad. We've got a bit of a divide here already. <laughs> no, good stuff. Um, or Embley. Uh, what sport do you enjoy watching? 
Highland dancing. People argue that it's not a sport. Have you ever tried hopping up and down on one foot for five minutes? That's true. There are over 10,000 springs on each foot in one dance. You would find like top sports stars that would have nowhere near enough endurance to do that. And basically, any sport that involves men in kilts, tossing cabers, I'm happy. But yeah, hang on, this too. is the question, all right? With Highland dancing, are there competitions for it? Yeah. Fucking hell. Of course there are. There are world championships. Is that what defines sport? It has to be competitive. Well, not not competitive as such, but you know. There are people in like the the top performers in Highland dancing that live off dancing. They earn enough through winnings Passionate. to live on so it. Like and if you had yeah. ripped like half a... muscles like that, you'd just want to walk around in the kilt. Oh, no, no. Oh. At the end of this, you start a, a clock for five minutes, I'll jump up and down on one day. <laughs> no, no problem. Won't, won't be an issue. Do they have endorsements <laughs> and stuff like that? Like, yeah, so they yeah at, at the top levels, they get sponsorship and things oh, like that because wow. they, go, they go, if you do one particular type of dancing, you can travel around to all these different countries yeah. and compete and the prize money's huge. Are you oh. telling me that there's some bloke fucking standing on a poster one there on one leg going, I wear tag how? <laughs> Under Armour. <laughs> 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 no, but the, the, the sponsorship deals are generally like energy drinks or dancing footwear <laughs> <laughs> providers. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, like dancing footwear providers yeah. and particular apparel providers because if you get out there and you're winning yeah. and you're wearing a particular brand of footwear or something like that, and these younger dancers see it and they're like, wow. I want to win. That's what I, I have to like have. So, 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 so <laughs> mummy and daddy get out their wallets and... And fork out the big I, I like Angus McDonald's, and after a hard day dancing on one foot, I drink Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me wonder if they do actually wear anything under their kilts, because jumping around for five minutes with nothing on a competition, they would Oh, but believe you me, the, last, it, the last thing you want is a cock and balls flapping around. <laughs> yeah. And my son's Especially because like they, they dance up on a on a race platform, and as a judge, the last thing I want to I see is somebody's flaps coming at me. Jesus. Graphical. Warning. <laughs> trigger warning. Put that in earlier. Put the well, trigger warning in earlier. We can talk about testicles a lot. As soon as we say flaps, you freak yeah. out. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not. <laughs> if you'd said testicles, I'd be just the same. Exist. I know what testicles are, but, you know, I get confused with flaps. Adam, I better get your answer before this gets way out of hand. Uh, <laughs> what's the sport you enjoy watching that others consider boring? Oh, I was going to say darts as well. Oh, um, sorry, man. That's all good. That's all good. Um, but probably other sports that I really gravitate towards would be like um, cheese rolling. Oh, you seen cheese rolling? Yeah. Any, yes. I mean, any sport that involves cheese for a start, you've got my interest. Right? <laughs> Secondly, the people that sort of are engaging in cheese rolling, a bit like darts, are your average sort of fuck up. So yeah. I like to look at any, any, any sport that I can look at people and see people like me competing where I don't have to give up the dream of becoming a professional with a sport I'm, I'm on board with. Yeah. So yeah, cheese rolling slash darts. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm one of those people I enjoy like the contemplative sports. I love watching snooker. Snooker's, oh yeah, Snooker's a, a torn one. Is, it's mm. a bit, it's a bit boring for some people. But then I, I love the Winter Olympics. I love watching curling. I know nothing about it. Yeah, yeah. But you start getting into it, and yeah. you can't. Skeleton? Help. Do you like the skeleton? I like the skeleton, but yeah. like I wouldn't consider. Like I think most people enjoy that just for the danger. Yeah. Like that woman that went off the track a few years ago and killed herself before the Olympics. Like I don't like that. Sorry? Obviously, <laughs> there was a, there was a, most <laughs> people enjoy that. Remember that woman that went off the track and. Died? I honestly, I obviously didn't enjoy that aspect of it. But oh, like, geez, you're, a good, you're a good man. It's like <laughs> it's basically like NASCAR, right? The people watch it because they want to see a crash, yeah, and you kind of watch skeleton racing because you want to see a crash. But you don't want people to die. Yeah, let's get on with the old points here, champ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're moving me on. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> points that round. Uh, Lee, five. Amberly, five. Adam, four. And Lee, four. Okay. Okay. Well, step it up, brother. Mm. Especially being the, you know, rainy, champ. Rainy champ, champ yeah, mate. That's fine. Okay. Question number four well itself. On to cricket and the sad news that former Australian captain and much-loved cricket commentator Richie Benno passed away after a short battle with skin cancer at the age of 84. Benno has been hailed as the voice of cricket, one of 
cricket's great players and a true gentleman of the sport. Which leads me to ask, which other sportsmen and women prove that nice guys and girls don't always come last? Uh, Amberly. Oh, I completely forgot what my answer was going to be. Um, uh, Silence is good for a podcast. <laughs> no, but I completely forgot what I was going to say. Um, I did have an answer prepared, but... You did. I'll give you a clue. Oh. Brooklyn. Jay-Z. Oh, well, that's right, that's right. Sorry, David no, right. Um, I was going to say... I was going to say David Beckham. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because I saw an interview with him quite recently where he was talking about all the work he's done with... UNICEF, and he's done amazing, amazing (laughs) things with them. He's raised millions of dollars and started some amazing initiatives and done so many um, trips over to different African countries to help out and stuff like that. And I thought, you know, that's somebody that's genuinely a really nice guy. And what topped it off for me is he was talking about how they were trying to teach their kids to have, um, you know, a more down-to-earth attitude and not, like, elevate themselves That's above hard, other people. It, you live in a yeah. mansion. So, <laughs> is, is their is son Brooklyn keep coming to them and saying, you know, oh, look, I want these trainers, or I want this, or I want that. So what he did is he went to the cafe down the road and secured him a weekend job so that he could earn his own money to That's buy his That's utilising your power, though, really, isn't it? He went to the cafe and said, yeah. I'm David Beckham, give my son a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think... I think it's a good life lesson for his, his son to teach him that you don't have everything handed to you on a plate. You yeah. have to no, work yeah. for... And one day, son. Yeah. 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 Of, of work, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he has to appreciate... One, one day, son, you'll be as famous as me and you can yeah. give your son a job at a cafe. <laughs> it's weird that he chose trainers to sort of hand out that lesson when they can't sponsor by Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> do it by jeans or something. You can't have any of my Don't do it with a Nintendo, but don't do it with trainers. We've literally got a garage full of tree trainers. No, son. Get to the cafe. Make me a panini. I'm not ordering any of your size. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good call. Uh, We'll go uh, Lee. Uh, Yeah, so for me, I I took this question to heart because I used to work on the doors just across the road here and uh, I met a lot of sportsmen, a lot of celebrities and stuff. So you could see something on the news, but in person... It's completely different. Mm. So they could be amazing in the news. They could be amazing doing this, but you can see it real tossing them, eh? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, celebrities as well, mate. Yeah. Duncan Garner's one of them, mate. Yes! Yeah. I've heard he's a fucking one. Yeah, yeah. What a toss that yeah, guy yeah, is. Anyway, that. he's not a sportsman anyway. <laughs> but he wishes he was. He doesn't just listen to, listen to him, Duncan, Garner. you're a toss. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You can swear if you want. Really. Oh, really? Yeah. You're a fucking idiot. Nah. Um, <laughs> the best, the, but the best people, like, uh, people don't know this, man. Like, South Africans are, are well known for rough rugby play, just being absolute tosses on the field. But in real life, they're amazing like, mm. when it comes to respect, when it comes to um, just just um, just pre- presenting themselves in public. Very professional. Um, the best one I ever met was Brian Habana. Um, really? What an amazing guy. Yeah, I'll never forget him. I mate Phil, Phil will vouch for me on this one, but we were on the door one night. It was pretty late. He wasn't drunk. A lot of the other guys were drunk. He comes up to us and we start a conversation. Real nice guy. And then he goes, are you thirsty? You guys pretty tired? And we're like, oh, no, we're all right. And then he goes into the bar, comes back out with four Red Bulls. Ten each. Oh. Uh, two each, sorry. What a good bloke. Yeah, yeah, two each for, for myself and Phil. And uh, he said to me, man, you, you're doing a great job here. Keep it up. And I'll never forget that day because um, it, it, I know a lot of rugby players. Yeah. I know of them. I've, I've seen the bad side of many. Mm. And then I've seen the good side of many. But a lot of people don't understand that, like, um, in the media, you have to present a front to to represent who you're playing for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in real life, you got to represent who you are as well. See, I'm really happy to hear that about Brian Cabana because he raced a cheetah and he won. <laughs> so, oh, you watched that one too? Yeah, I watched that one as well. <laughs> like an actual animal. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he, he raced a cheetah Couldn't he, he get a head won. start or something? Oh, yeah, he had yeah. a head start. Yeah. But, you know, that's yeah. fair enough. <laughs> did, you, um, did you ever meet Bastero, the French rugby player that claimed he was beaten up? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I didn't meet him. I wasn't in Wellington at that time actually right. no, I mean some, some great uh, but there are some there are some idiots man there are some idiots <laughs> oh, that's a good answer man thanks very much for that no worries. Yeah, you provided me with a bit of uh, knowledge here uh, we'll go Adam uh, yeah. sports stars that prove that nice guys and girls don't always come last um, 
Oh, jeez. Uh, Roger Federer is sort of a renowned nice guy. Mm. So he's been, the, you know, the best tennis player. Well, he was the best tennis player in the world for a long, long time. Absolutely untouchable. Um, but never said a bad word about anyone. Always a class act. Heaps of time for the fans. And I think that's something that's overlooked for, for sports people. It's, it's time for the fans. Yeah. And when you said David Beckham, that is someone as well. It was a lot of time for the fans. He's always hanging around. He's always giving autographs. He's never a dick about it. But, you know, you re- footballers are notorious for being cops oh, yes. about, about everything. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, I mean, Bex is a great example. Mm. So, any points you were going to give me, I think gives me oh. <laughs> <laughs> a, a massive, oh. massive David Beckham. Fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just love David Beckham. Shake my hand, man. That was brilliant. That was fantastic. But yeah, Roger Federer would probably be probably be my answer. Roger Federer. No, that's a good call. Yeah, he's, cool. he's, he's uh, a really nice guy. And, and, and to a lesser extent, maybe Tiger Woods, who uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's obviously a very nice guy oh, because yeah. he can charm people into bed by, the, by in the, into the tent. Does that really charm, or is it more the fact that he's a no. multi-millionaire? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Have you? Has he tried to pick you up? Because I mean, you don't know his game. I don't do think you? I'm his type. No, no, <laughs> I'll be honest. he's more of a cocktail waitress kind of guy, isn't he? Um, but fat, <laughs> ginger, and male. But he always really. up, up until then. Up until then, he always seemed like the nicest man. In the world, yeah. and then it turns out really? it was fucking twenty-one women. Oh, but what like, a legend he always, seemed, <laughs> he always seemed like a bit of a fake to me. Did he? he was yeah. Well, you were very perceptive because uh, I, no, I never got there from yeah, him. But he turned out yeah, he turned out he was. Yeah, just like I remember him. The Craig Perks, he won the Players' Championship, the New Zealand golfer, and. Uh, Tiger Woods was invited up on stage to say some nice words about Craig Perks and it just smacked of like a bit of a, a patronising well, thing to do you invite the world's best he's a TV golfer you invite the world's jump up here and say a few words but I've never met the man I've never seen him play but I'll give it a shot you, you invite the world's best golfer on stage to give the you know the winner a pat on the back I think that's more of a, the organiser's fault than Tiger's no but then like he got on stage he goes Craig man that was awesome, and you could just see what he was, was going to say. Oh. He was going to. He, he was saying it through grated teeth because he could tell he was so gutted that he'd Is lost. Is that why the accent was so bad? Well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I don't do accents. Sorry, I'm, oh, not, as, I'm not as I'm not as good as Adam and yourself. So, <laughs> yeah, uh. <laughs> that's better. And I just want to say a very, very touching farewell to you, Richie, and uh, may he rest in peace. He was a marvellous commentator and a super knock that. That's an extra oh, point. Nice there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's an extra point. That was that was fantastic. Thank you. Are you a fan of the Twelfth Man? Yes. Oh, yes. My favorite my favorite album is Boned. I just love how how ridiculous that Still whole concept the 12th is. Man is probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah. We should probably. We should probably move on. That's fine. Uh, Lee, uh, nice guys and girls that don't come last. Well, I was trying to find a, a, a girl example, but my knowledge of sport, as you know, is zilt. So I had to go from vague childhood memories. And I thought of Sir Peter Black because Ooh. he is a really yes. awesome guy. He is. Um, ultimately, he didn't win. You know, pirates don't play fair. Clarity, wasn't racing the pirates. He did such good stuff, and he really left a lot of resources behind to um, to to do more good stuff, and inspired a lot of young, like I sail because of him, and. Yeah, that's about the only sport I actually participate in is on a boat. Anything to do with on a boat. No, I've shook, I've shook that guy's hand. It's shook or shaken? Shaken. Shaken. I've shaken that guy's hand, eh? Mm. 95, never forget it. Wow, 95 as well, yeah. the year that... The year they won it, eh? Oh, nice. That was awesome. Do you remember that song, that K1W1 yep. song? I that was that awesome. Song. I'm not going to do it. I'm not yeah. going to do it. Just oh, sorry. Go. I wasn't going to ask. Um, <laughs> 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 sorry. Don't mean to be too brutal. And he hasn't even heard me sing before. I wasn't going to ask. Okay. No, that was a good round there, people. Uh, so, uh, Lee, I've given you five for that because that's a great answer. Ambly, I've given you three. Uh, just because you forgot initially who you were going to... Adam, I gave you five plus one bonus point for the Richie Benno uh, impression. And uh, Lee, I've given you five as well. So uh, it's actually pretty close. There's only two points separating everybody from uh, first position. You throw a blanket over the top four, as they say. Yeah, pretty much could. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of top four, uh, football and onto the A-League, where the Perth Glory were kicked out of the final series and fined (laughs) 269,000... 
Australian dollars by Football Federation Australia for rotting the salary cap for three seasons. But what I want to know is, when have you cheated at something and... <laughs> when have I not? <laughs> <laughs> when have you cheated at something which has led to it backfiring on you? Uh, Lee, we'll go with you first. Well, I haven't got an example of when I cheated, but I've got an example of when I was really stupid and it backfired. So I was about 14, and my boyfriend at the time had a pool table in his basement, and we played it a lot, and I got quite good, and um, geometry is my thing, so that, you know, it really worked for me. And I went home and I said to my dad, I can kick your ass at pool. And he went, can you now? Do you want to bet? And I went, sure thing. And so I bet him a month. I was going to get 10 bucks or something if I won. And if I lost, I had to mow the lawns for a month without getting paid. And, and I, we went down to the pool, the pool hall, and I was just like rubbing my hands together. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to get $10. I'm going to kick my dad's ass. What I didn't know, and this is where the stupid part comes in, was that he was the pool champion of Stratford. Oh, and I didn't even get a chance. <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to sink a ball. And I <laughs> lawns for a Wait, month. so did your dad down trail you? No, he just he's kind of no, 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 no. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been inappropriate, though. Yeah, yeah. Did he? Did he? He whipped my ass, and then I had to mow the lawns for a month and didn't get paid. I was ripped off. Oh God! But always, you know, get to know the competition that's, that's the moral point. of that story Absolutely. I'm a fiercely competitive pool player and I am pretty good at it you should play but, my dad oh uh, yep I'll take him on bloody hell he's the have you not been listening he's the, he was the pool champion of Stratford yeah but I'm the pool champion of Howarder so <laughs> <laughs> Nobody the pool champion of Waverley, the team. <laughs> <laughs> got a massive square uh, Yeah, we've got a Taranaki wide pool competition. No, I, I'm fiercely. I, I hate losing at pool. Hate losing at pool. Play a few games at the mill, eh? Yeah, uh, oh, the mill. Oh, Sorry, yes. you went to the mill. The mill and uh, the mill, Yeah, the mill was oh, where the, the original yeah, mill yeah, 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 liquor yeah, store yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. Amberley, yeah. um, uh, uh, when have you cheated at something and what? how did it backfire on you? Um, well, when I was at college, I was part of like this club that played competitive Scrabble. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and, um, you know, like, and we were, we were playing a, a game one day, and I used this word, and everybody was like, that's not a real word. I was like, it is. It's French. And you can't, you can use things that aren't just in the English dictionary. You can use foreign languages. So everybody relented and was like, oh, okay, and then you can have it. And it was a really high points word. And then one of the girls that was in that club went on to like a national competition and she got to the finals and she pulled out this word and it, and she got she completely lost the game because the word didn't exist <laughs> i had made it up so she oh. lost the national scrabble title because, because of you. i had made up a word and she like Believe she you. talked to me afterwards and she's like you're a bitch i was like Oh, well, I still won that game, though, didn't I? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I mean, we were just talking about Lance Armstrong. Stripped <laughs> <laughs> of the title that you won that game. So, I mean, like, it didn't so much backfire on you, although I suppose it caused some tension between you and your friend. No, but it, back, it back, backfired horrendously for her because she lost, like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's more her own stupidity, really, you know, and you know, not knowing other languages. Yeah, or not knowing completely made-up languages that don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> what was the word? Yeah. I, I can't I can't for the life of me remember, but it was I know there was an X in it. I know I yeah. <laughs> ah, it's a French love X. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I said I argued the point, I was like I was like, no, the X is silent. You know, like horn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't pronounce the X at the end. Like du. <laughs> You're like oh. something, something like that, yeah. Was it like deuces so, with an X? Yeah. Deuces <laughs> with an X. Uh uh we'll go Lee. Ah uh, yeah, no, it's We'll just get this out of the way. Uh, I love porn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's just laying the foundation. That's just laying the foundation, right? So we get that out of the way. Quite the foundation. Which explains where I went that day. So basically we were in Auckland. We were up there for, for a mate's wedding. And uh, a cousin of mine, he was like, hey, guess what's in town? I was like, what's that? And he goes, well, the Adult Expo's in town up in Auckland. I was like, oh. 
Oh, sweet. So we skipped the rehearsal and we went to the, the we went to the expo and they had like a trivia thing going on. And you like had like certain prizes and so on and so forth. And uh, my cousin's a little older than me, so I, I joined the trivia and I was sitting there. I was like, oh. And then the guy turned around and he goes, oh, yeah, the next question is, who who's famous for singing the song? Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. I've never heard it before. Um, but a lot of my cousin, my cousin was like, my mean like. I was like, Doris Day, and she was like, yes, you won. And the prize was a uh, uh, cock pump. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I didn't know it was a cock pump. I, I didn't know. I didn't know it was a cock pump. The, the, the closest thing I've seen to that was uh, like a, a breast pump. So that's what I thought it was, because I just had kids, right? So I thought it was a breast pump. Anyway, long story short, I cheated. I won the cock pump. I went to the, to the rehearsal. And my old man was there. Like, we all went up there with the family, right? And my old man was there. My old man was like, man, he gave me he gave me the worst hiding, hey? I was like, I know where you were. That's disgusting. You're filthy. And it just beat the shits out of me. Um, this is like, taking a dark turn all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, how the hell did he know? Um, and then my uncle turns up next to me and he turns around and he says, well, next time don't cheat, eh? Turns out my uncle was in the other team <laughs> at, the, at the adult expo. And then, uh, yeah, so that was that, that. that's probably the only time I remember cheating, eh? Was, was that but that was quite the experience I really uh, one I'll never forget sorry like that's terrible cheating at porn no no it wasn't porn <laughs> no, no. oh man you must have really wanted that cock pump oh no. yeah, my wife needed a brick pump at the time eh? and I, was, I, was, <laughs> I was genuinely thinking what you might have done is you might have gone to your wife with it and said hey look I got you a breast pump and then oh no no oh, it it a yeah. oh, no I'm Samoan it backfired I got my rocks yeah. <laughs> oh top marks here I love that story uh, Adam yeah look as you know, mate, I'm as honest as the day is long. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> not not a cheater. Really. I've never really, oh. I've never really played sport to a high enough level to cheat, uh, unfortunately. But uh, I was playing Monopoly with a group of people. Um, <laughs> what is it with board games? Oh, people cheating at board games. I don't know, but it's it's. I think it's because it's quite easy to cheat at board games. And yeah. um, can I just a good bit of advice for if you ever are playing Monopoly and you do want to cheat, is be the banker. Be the banker, because you can funnel... And very much, that's, a, that's sort of a good metaphor for life as well. Be the banker, because you can funnel off as much fucking money as you Were want. Were you embezzling at Monopoly? Absolutely. But is that, I ask you, is that any worse than sort of, you know, Goldman Sachs or Fannie Mae or... No, no, they're actually it doing it with real yeah, money. Yeah, exactly. So is that any worse than that? I was merely, you know, as Mr Burns says, cheating is the gift man gives himself. Right. Okay. <laughs> so uh, any, anyway, anyway like <laughs> the story goes: I was funneling off uh, money, uh, but then I, I did it quite in a stupid way. Because if you're ever going to cheat, I think cheat in a clever way. But I cheated by funneling off hundreds, and it became very obvious that I was just paying for everything with hundreds of Monopoly. <laughs> like, Where did you get all the hundreds from? <laughs> Don't know. Just just got a, a whole bunch of hundreds. Hang on, you're the banker, aren't you? I am the banker, yeah. And the lines were drawn, and I was uh, exposed. Oh, exposed okay. as a disgusting, filthy cheat. So what happened then? Did you lose all your money, or were you kicked from the game? I was or? kicked out of the game. Kicked oh, out of the game. It's yeah. the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to cheat at Monopoly, you just sit on the motels, because then people can't buy them. So then you don't have to pay more for landing on their spaces. You literally sit on the motel. Yeah, you hide, you hide them under your bed. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> you sneakily grab them all and then sit on them because then people can't buy them. That's I think I've got bigger problems if everyone goes, sorry, did you take a handful of motels to shove up your ass? <laughs> I'd rather be caught cheating. <laughs> I, I, the only thing I can think of is when I, I was 14, I was playing cricket for my school team. And I was a terrible batsman, but for some reason they promoted me in the order, and I was I was batting number nine, and I came on they in. Promoted you to number nine. <laughs> <laughs> you must have been a nice bowler. I was I was I was, I was, I was, I was, I was Chris Martin. It was fair to say I was an all rounder. I was rubbish at everything. Brilliant. But I got promoted to number nine in the batting <laughs> order. And. On the second to last, oh, uh, sorry, no, it was the first delivery of the fi- of the last over. I nicked it and I got caught out behind, and there was like a nobody really went up for it because they thought it was very obvious. And I didn't walk because when you, when you, when you don't get the bat very often, you yeah. don't give away your wicket that easily. And the umpire didn't give me out, and so I just stood there and I was like, "Fine, this is awesome, sweet." I batted out the rest of the over. I charged every single ball, and I yorked myself every single time. So I didn't get a single run off it. 
right? So our team ended up with about 150 for the 40 overs that we had. We lost the game by one wicket off the last ball because I selfishly did not give myself out and allow the better batsman to come on in and maybe nick a single or it was two. The, it was the, the better batsman that had been promoted to yeah. 10. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, do, do you know what the annoying thing was? It was Kane Williamson, wasn't it? No. <laughs> no, the annoying thing was everybody else in the team was like, no, nah, dude, just... just you go back, go back, and I was, I was steadfastly. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bat where I want to bat. Yeah. Uh, no, didn't work out. I wanted to be the hero, Sorry, and I didn't, that, I didn't, I didn't end up being the hero. Ended up being a villain who was vilified, and <laughs> ended up having to play. It happens to villains, doesn't it? Ended up vilified. having to play for a different rugby club because of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's deep. Did, you do the best? Did anybody else in your team know? No, I'm confessing is it now. This is the confession now, but I don't talk to any of them anymore anyway, so there you go. I thought those batters would have been any good, wouldn't it? A 10 and 11? <laughs> <laughs> Although the number 10 was actually somebody that should have easily batted higher up the order. But. His name was Mr. B. Lara. <laughs> 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 okay, question number six. Well, did you um, get points for that round? Or? Oh, yeah, sorry. No, uh, points for that round. Uh, three for Lee. Just It wasn't so much cheating. It was just more a bet. Uh, Ambly, I've given you five. Adam, I've given you four. And Lee, yeah, I've given you five because that's the top story. In fact, I'm going to give you an extra point. Yeah. That's no, six. you guys got to go to one, the way. I recommend it. The, uh, the old, the yeah, old um, erotica expo. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, definitely go to one. <laughs> Spice up your relationship too, even if it's by yourself. they have, mate. No. Christ. Okay. This guy's amazing. <laughs> Give him another point, please. <laughs> Take one of mine. <laughs> okay, question number six. Um, after a spectator invaded the track at the Chinese Formula One Grand Prix <laughs> during the qualifying, he told authorities the reason he did it was because he wanted to drive a Formula One car. Yeah. But what rules and regulations would you break in order to fulfil your sporting dreams? Uh, Lee, we'll go with you first. Uh, yeah. Uh, so basically, there's there's not really like obviously for me to to get into my like rules and regulations to to get into my sporting dreams or whatever. It's it's, it's pretty. You couldn't do it if you wanted to, like doing drugs or so on and so forth, just to build that muscle, just to play rugby. Obviously, I always wanted to be a rugby player. Um, so I went on a different route, and I apologise in advance. But so I went in. Like, uh, if I was to cheat... Oh, sorry, it's a different question, eh? Yeah, it's a different question. No, like, what, 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 what rules would you break to in order to fulfil your sport? Who would you, who would you play for, Manu Samoa or All Blacks? Oh, I'd play for Manu Samoa, man. Yeah, not many rules can be broken over there, man. <laughs> 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 um, I couldn't break a coconut to save my life, man. Um, but, um... <laughs> So basically, I went different route. I sort of went the old Mission Impossible, like the Ethan Hunt sort of styles. <laughs> yeah, I was getting like fake passport and new identity. Uh, <laughs> Enrique and Nathan, I'd go on Enrique and Glacier say, be him for a day and go play some tennis in the bedroom with Anna Kornikovare. <laughs> I think she might notice. I'm just saying. Ah, oh, yeah, no, she might be impressed, yeah, eh? Yeah, she might. Yeah. Especially after that, <laughs> that, all those years of using that cockpit. Enrique will come in and say, what are you doing in the wheelchair? No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, your, so your sporting dream is Anna Kornikova. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, man. That's, that's so good. That's, that's the so best I can do. So I want to play rugby full time, but you know, cheating wise, it's pretty hard to cheat. I, I like your honesty, uh, Amberly. What would you do? Um, I've always wanted to do a form of streaking, <laughs> but and like a game between Scotland and the All Blacks, I want to run across the pitch wearing just tartan body paint. Oh. That would be amazing, and that—that's like my sporting dream. I'd love to do that. Can you oh, do that even next season? Like oh, I'd, yeah. That's cool. I, th- I think that would be amazing. I, I think that would be amazing too. I'd—I'd I'd like to see it. Right answer, Tito. So you'd pull off a side step or two. I, I reckon you'd take some of those security guards. Especially red badge. <laughs> no, but, but what red I'd probably badge. do is I'd, is I'd probably like run on as fast as I could to a certain point, and then I'd have to get a bit of a Highland fling in there, and then keep running. Because <laughs> who wouldn't be impressed by that? You know, somebody in tartan body paint doing a Highland fling in front of the Scottish team. There we go. Right, I'd be I... like I'd be like the Loch Ness monster. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's harsh. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> How do you mean? 
but more visible. Yeah, yeah. no, like, like everybody would be talking about me. They're like oh. the Loch Ness Monster, but actually exist. Uh, <laughs> Lots of photographs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adam. Yeah. Well, well, my dream is to score a penalty in the World Cup final. Yes. Um, so I've figured out... From a penalty shootout or just general play and a penalty has been given? Definitely general play. No, because I'd, I'd bottle... I'm one of sports great chokers. Yeah. I would definitely bottle my penalty. <laughs> <laughs> the goalkeeper's not even going to have to save it, let me yeah. tell you that. Yeah. So what I'm going to have to do is sort of... Four, I reckon I'm going to start this plan four years out mm. from a World Cup. I'm going to study the form teams. I'm going to be looking at your Brazils, your Netherlands... I won't be looking at England. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I will also be assuming a new identity. Um, I think maybe Adamio, the great Brazilian <laughs> right, right back. I'm going to have to assume a new identity, so I've got my Brazilian passports just to, just to get into the country, right? Then over the four years, I don't really do anything except save a lot of money. And then I studied like the form. Who's the penalty taker? It might be, I don't know, Adriano, someone like that. And then I pay a plastic surgeon to make me up to look exactly like Adriano. <laughs> and th- this is how much I love the World Cup. I will hunt down Adriano the night before the World Cup final and brutally murder him. Oh, <laughs> wow. so, shit. It doesn't have to, uh, change that. It doesn't have to be brutal. It doesn't have to be brutal. I, 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 I could, just tie him up. Yeah, tie him up and leave him in a game. wardrobe. Yeah. You know, like. That's another option. That's another option. Tie him up, leave him in a wardrobe. Uh, and then I travel, I travel to, the, to the game. Um, I, I would then break the footballing code of ethics and dive but they're all doing it anyway so that's fine uh, I dive in the box, the referee awards a penalty, I place the Adidas brazooka or whatever gear it is down and smash it over the bar and bottle my penalty <laughs> and there we go and, I, and, and that is my sporting dream and so I would break. I, I love how the fact that you went to do you know what, I'm going to murder <laughs> just to achieve my dream like yeah. my dream is to be a commentator I'd love to have Grant in his position I'd just, you know knock him on the head, put him in a cupboard and then go <laughs> on in there. Like the 12th man. Yeah, yeah. walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd do a Daryl Eastlake, yeah. you know. Yeah, welcome to the game, Wellington Hurricanes. This is the Auckland Blues. I mean, I mean you sound disabled for a start. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do an exaggerated, you know, yeah. <laughs> 80s rugby league commentator. You know, nice. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Oh, oh no! I'm not going to tell that story on stage. <laughs> on stage, no. On the podcast, uh, I have a friend who, who does the the twelfth man impressions, or like the impressions of rugby league commentators. And let's just say it's not PC. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Too. Those are uh, the best ones to me. Yeah, uh, Lee. What would you do? Well, uh, mine involves streaking as well. So, oh, a couple of weeks. Um, I, should have I, really, <laughs> I don't know. Has anyone ever been on a sailing boat going really fast? Like, no, no. Oh, there's nothing no. like it. It's really fun. And I really want to be on an America's Cup yacht in the lead, preferably Team New Zealand. Mm. And so I would do the, the sailing equivalent of rugby streaking. And I don't know what you'd call it. But, Getting um, your tits out? Streaking? <laughs> 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 but in that wind, I would have to do black eyes. No, no, no. no, no, no. Wrong, <laughs> <laughs> Streaking through the water to sneak up into the boat and then just hide. You wouldn't be swimming. Away. That's not really streaking. That's, you know, just. Yeah. So, so skinny dipping. Skinny dipping. And skinny and dipping. Skinny skinny dipping. Skinny you must be the fastest stealth. swimmer. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm not going to change the boat. Do on a jet ski. No, I'm going to sneak up there before they leave. While it's foiling. Yeah. And then when it comes out of the water, you're just grabbing onto the water. <laughs> it's underneath. Yeah. Do yeah. on a jet ski. That'd be, that'd be the only thing that could really keep up, really, isn't it? I don't know. Smooth. Yeah, or I could, you know, swing off the ropes of a ship sailing by. Yar. <laughs> in the last America's Cup, well, the one that the last one that was in New Zealand, we had we hired a cat and we were sailing around watching the races, and we found this little sheltered bay in Waikiki Island, and we stayed there for the night. We woke up in the morning, and there was a fucking ship next to us, but that Bernasconi, whatever his name is, oh, he yeah. parked so up. So we were just like in oh. darkness, and we were. Our boat was the same size as their jet skis. Yeah, like, yeah, it was pretty scary. Amazing. Mm. Uh, Ernesto Bertarelli, wasn't it? Bertarelli. Bernasconi. No. Bernasconi was Italian prime minister yeah. of Yeah. Was, I don't know no, it was his a... boat. He'd come here to watch the, oh, the races. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. yeah. 
Oh, bit of knowledge there. Extra points. So, but, but shows my lack of sports knowledge that I thought he was actually a yachting person. <laughs> <laughs> Not a politician. Just a rich fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, heading awesome. into the final question, I can tell you there's a three-way tie for second. Uh, Lee, Amberly, and Adam are all on 25. And Lee, you are in the lead on 27. So it all comes down to this. Tie is a fish's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't Sorry. really, yeah, hadn't really thought of that before. I didn't even know they had asses, mate. Yeah. Of course they've got asses, they're fish. <laughs> okay, so this shit? question here is uh, under my skin, and this is basically a chance for you to get anything <coughs> off your chest. doesn't have to be sporting related. It can be to do with your home, personal life, politics, whatever. You can just get it off your chest, and uh, we'll start with Adam first. What's been under your skin? Um, so, earlier last week, um, I've, I've moved to a new place, and I live in a one-way, my, my street's a one-way street now, mm. and it's quite narrow, cars park on both sides, and I've been there three days, and some absolute anus has come past, clocked my fucking wing mirror, and shattered it, right? Mm. So, so I, I didn't know that. So I came out of my house one day, and I looked at my car, and there was a little piece of paper flapping around on the window, and I thought, hello, what's going on here? So I got the uh, piece of paper off, and it just said, call me, and a mobile number, Melanie. Oh, hello. <laughs> this, uh, new, new studs moved into the neighbourhood. Mel- Melanie from one of the surrounding houses. She likes what she's seen. Yeah. And I was thinking, all right. And, then, and I'm, I'm not a fuckwit. I, I'm a, I am. But I'm not a complete fuckwit is what I mean to say. I had a brief look around. Like, I'm standing in front of my car like this. I look around. No damage. Yeah, she's into me. Brilliant. Walk around the car. Get in. Look at the number. I thought, yeah, I'll call this girl. Fantastic. Right, put that away. Start the car. Check my wing mirror. That's fucked. Okay, so <laughs> so now I know why the note is there. And I thought, and so my feelings of you know joy and 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 brilliance turned to feelings of anger and fury. I'm like, fuck, someone's fucking clocked my wing mirror. They've left me. Now I'm gonna sort this out right now. Get the piece of paper out. I'm sitting in the car. Ring the number. It pretty much is like a bad pickup because beep 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. No such fucking number. So, <laughs> so it's got a double-layered insult of, of a woman giving me a fake number, but yeah. also bullshitting me. <laughs> so, so what's happened is someone's seen her and she's gone, right, don't want to do a hit and run here. I'll make it look like I'm giving the, the you know, oh, the yeah. details. Put it under my wiper blade and then... So I'm 70 fucking dollars. If you're listening, Melanie, which you probably don't, no, no disrespect, but <laughs> you've absolutely rorted me. Get fucked. <laughs> she's not listening because she's not a fan of sport. That's basically. And, and probably doesn't exist. Her <laughs> <laughs> name's not Melanie. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be worse if Bruce it was a, from if it was a, yeah, if it was a guy and he's just tried. Ah, do you know what? So he's fucked with yeah, me. Yeah, fucked with you. And he's left me in the lurch. <laughs> yeah. You're insured though. You're insured. I'm not going to claim for a fucking wing mirror. Uh, <laughs> Come on, that's my entire excess. Uh, fair enough. Uh, Lee, uh, basically, yeah. Anything you want to get? Yeah. Yep, um, traffic, I have to say. I live in um, Pukidua Bay, mm. and I live down on the beach, so we've got that really fucking nasty corner to get onto the state highway yeah. at the top of the road. And today, I was late because I sat there for 10 minutes, and the traffic's moving at like 20 kilometres an hour. Yeah. Nobody would let me in. In the end, I had to wind down my window and give someone, you know, a fisty gesture to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to stop. <laughs> I find when I give people a fisting, they generally let me in as well. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a nasty corner. So anyone that's listening, if you're driving along through Pukerua Bay and there's someone trying to get out of the intersection of Pukerua Beach Road, just slow down and give them a nice wave so that they don't give you a fisty gesture. Oh, I, Toss I, them a muffin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate traffic as well. Yeah, I suppose you're a bit of a proponent then for... Uh, the old uh, transmission gully and all that. I have to say that being a new import to this region, I don't really know much about the situation. <laughs> but yeah, I'd really like that corner to be solved. So yeah. if transmission gully does that, then bring it on. Oh, there we go. Uh, Lee? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I live in Pram. So I catch the train in every morning and... Uh, Man, I'll tell you what, this is, my wife knows this, man, so like she, she bears the brunt of my frustration, right? <laughs> <laughs> Careful how you wear this. <laughs> Mentally and physically. No. Call, call the cops. No, anyway, um, so we're on the train. Basically, when that train stops, I don't know if you've ever seen it in the morning when people are rushing to work, but when that train stops in Pram, it's like, it's like uh, oh, man, 
It's just like a fun. It's like yes. a bunch of people getting on a train, you might <laughs> oh, Mate, but with force, like, it's yeah. like a funnel, and they push in. Like, they don't, they don't care. Like, whether you're standing right in front of the door, the guy will come from the side and push in and push you away. Next guy will come in and push you away. What time is the train that you get from Prem? Uh, 707. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the old 707. Uh, but uh, no, it doesn't matter because I used to catch the train at, at 607, uh, 635, and they're all the same. Yeah. They're all the same. Oh, I hate to bring this up, mate, but, you, you know, you're, you're a solid unit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I'm a nice guy. <laughs> Who are these people from Andre the Giant at no, 1220 no. catching the train? Man, like, let me tell you something, man. When you make a lot of money, you don't give a shit about how big somebody is. Man, that's that's the <laughs> that's the other lawyers, mate. They're lawyers, mate. Lawyers know no best. But man, these people don't give a shit. They give little elbows and do the big. I'm like nudging them, like oh, I'm gonna sue you. But they don't do that here, eh? So no, 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 we do not. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have a suing culture in New Zealand. Oh. Well, we, it's ACC. I want to say, no, yeah, exactly. like, headlines next week is like big Samoan guy flattens yeah. all the lawyers. Goes on, right. goes on rampage <laughs> yeah. at train station. I'll be honest, under the train. <laughs> that, that would be quite a racist headline. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Except that he is a big solid Samoan guy. I like yeah. how people call me solid because yeah. it's fat, and I, 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 I admit that. I admit that. But anyway, anyway, this is the front. This is I had enough. Two like last week. It actually was two. Last week I just had enough, and everyone just funneled in. I stood back, and as soon as those doors opened, I said, "Who's the first one to get the cheese?" And they all just looked at me, and then I just walked right. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, I had enough, man. Like that's that's the way I see it. I always talk to my wife about it. It's a rat race. Yes. Like, everyone oh, wants a seat. Yeah. yeah. Every, uh, every, everyone wants a seat. Nobody wants to stand, and yeah. it's the worst standing for fifty minutes. And that service as well, because I work for Transmetro, and I know. Kill them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's full for seats as soon as it gets to Para Para Uber, and yeah. all the, we get complaints from passengers like from Pukito Bay, Plymouth, yeah. and onwards. They're like, there's no that. seats on this. Yeah. Train and it's like, well, we don't have enough carriages. Yeah. You have to spin the old. Well, you like you that. almost survived like 15 minutes without getting that right hook we talked about at the start of the show. I've been warning up the left actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Lee actually wrote in to Transmetro, and I couldn't deal with it because yeah. I knew it. Or like I knew of him, so I was like, oh, okay. So I drafted the answer and I sent it for somebody else to send. So. You're not a justice of the peace, mate. Man, <laughs> I could have got the hookup. No, this guy would have hooked me up, alright. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided to compensate you with 10 years free train trip. Oh, yeah. No, that's... But that's... Like, we just said, because I've moved to Masterton recently, and I was in New World the other day, and this woman in front of me, she's stepped back and goes, oh, I can't get served by this person. I thought it was like some sort of personal beef. Turns out that she was related to the person behind the counter, and it's like, oh, you can't... Thanks. What do you mean oh, yeah. you can't serve your own family? Yeah. This is Masterton. You're, yeah. you're limiting your business here if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Amberly, we'll finish with you. Uh, what? Um, my answer is actually sporting related. Oh, nice. Is that um, some oh, some rugby was on TV the other day, and I caught the end of it where they were interviewing the player. He's like, "Oh yeah, ma. so there was some 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 rugby played in that in that second half." I'm like, the whole fucking game is rugby, you twat. You're not out there having a cup of tea and biscuits. You're out there to play rugby. Yeah. So I thought what they should do is they should draft up some standard responses purely so that they don't sound like Neanderthals when they go, they're like, oh, yeah, I play rugby. You know, at least help them sound semi-intelligent. But yeah, that pissed me right off. So what, what would you recommend as something that they could say? Well, I don't know, something about rugby technique, like... The boys, the boys stuck to the plan that that we had, and it worked out well for well, the or, yeah. or, or something like, if the shorts were tighter, we would the boys wouldn't have been able to tackle the other team better, and it would have just I don't know something about tight shorts. <laughs> I love I love how she said that because you remember Murray Mix that day. Oh yes, oh, he Murray was the king it. at those ones. I'll, I'll never forget his one. His one was amazing. His Brian Habana was was playing, and Murray Mix that said. He's not the best winger in the world, but there's no one better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Murray Mixed it was always good for a comment. All right, moving on to the final scores. And I can tell you, we've got a unique situation because Lee, Amberly, and Adam, you're all tied on 30 points each. Woo! So that's a three-way tie for second. Oi! 
at the risk of walking home. Which means. I'll take my ring off, shall I? Oh, you fucked that up, chap. It's a bit excessive. I'd like you to meet your new fiance. Cheers. You could chop your own fire with next time. He's got a fog pump that you can play with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like you can have it. It's not in any use at home. Which means, you're out. You're our winner for today with 31 points. By a point as well. By a point as well. Congratulations, You guys are amazing. I really enjoyed it. You guys are fantastic. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, as the winner, you get to say the final word. Uh, You can take a dig at your other contestants. You can take a dig at me. You can promote shows that you're doing, whatever you want. All right. And all, firstly, I just want to say a huge good luck to Emily and Lee tonight because they're performing in the semi final. For the comedy quest, best of luck, go hard. Um, but yeah, just just whatever the result is, you know, just 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 keep going, doing what you're doing, and and it was an absolute pleasure. I really enjoyed it. It wasn't what I expected. Um, I was expecting to be really nervous, but it was great to meet Adam, mate. You got some good ones. It's good to meet the, the flappy girls over there. It's <laughs> 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 lucky you're so big. <laughs> That's what the yachts men were saying, eh? Tell them to put those flaps on the start of the song. You know that's not what I mean. Nah. No, but yeah, no, absolutely amazing. Thanks for the invitation and no, all the best for you guys' future comedy shows and I look forward to being on stage with you guys pretty soon. Whoa. Sweet. Thank you very much for that. Really appreciate the uh, the the rap, the rap, <laughs> the deluxe rap. Wow. Oh, you do man. get a prize. I wish yeah, I could one. yeah. Um, well, basically, all the winners go on through to the finals at the end of the season, and uh, I'd love to have all these guests back on again. So, if if they've enjoyed themselves, we'd love to have you back. See you at the final, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm talking about. All right, uh, All right. Wrapping this up quickly, thank you to my guests, to Lee, to Lee, to Adam, and to Amberly. Wow, that almost sounded like a rhyme. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much for listening at home. I really hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you back here for another episode next week. Yeah. Cheers. Go the sledge. Yeah.